It's a final word, World Cup Daily with Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon back here at Cardinia Park in Geelong, the Cattery, where we saw Namibia play the Netherlands and then we saw Sri Lanka in a very important game in the context of this group play the UAE. Jeffrey, We are back in Geelong after wandering around a bit of the state yesterday and we'll be wandering around more of the state of Victoria that is tomorrow uh, but today we're in Geelong an hour down the road from Melbourne. Uh, we're bringing this World Cup podcast to you in conjunction with visitmelbourne.com if you will if you like being on the internet which you must if you're listening to or watching this show. Um, it is it is the gateway to this part of the world and you can, you can plan your your Melbourne magic at visitmelbourne.com. Even getting, even after getting home at nearly three o'clock last night, by the yeah. time we were done, and I went on my own mystery tour, driving you, you back here from Lawn and then returning to Birragara. I was up this morning with yep. Rachel and Winnie, and we went driving into the Otway Forest, did which you? was absolutely delightful, mm-hmm. and found a playground there at Lake Colac. We might go back to Lake okay. Colac and do some filming at some stage. Very pretty part of the world. So visit Victoria.com, visit Melbourne.com, and Either plan or. your. Victoria visit <laughs> and go via Melbourne of course that's the gateway to the state at large and Geelong is the gateway to the southwest where we're spending the week. Uh, Jeff uh, the first of the two games today I'm going to deal with in a bit mm-hmm. we'll start with the second one because it's, it's in a way more relevant to how this group might shake down because Sri Lanka were beaten heavily in the opening fixture of the World Cup against Namibia their net run rate was down at like negative 2.75 or something mm-hmm. like that they needed to win a win big against the UAE how did they fare? Started well in the power play, 52 for one. There was a 50 partnership between Dunanjaya and Nisanka, but then when Dunanjaya was run out, hat-trick time. Kartik Mayapan, leg spinner from the UAE, three in three, first hat-trick of this T20 World Cup. Uh, and uh, things didn't go so well for Sri Lanka after that. 152 for eight. Nisanka batted most of the way through, but luckily they had Dushanta Chamira, the big fast bowler, too fast, too nasty for the UAE. Took three wickets for four runs in two overs at the start, and uh, they slid away 73 all out in the end. So they lose by 79 runs. Sri Lanka needed to win by 55 in order to get into the black as far as net run rate is mm-hmm. concerned. Uh, they play their final game against Netherlands who won earlier today, spoiler, mm-hmm. um, a lot riding on that. It'll come down to net run rate on the assumption that Namibia beat the UAE. Mm-hmm. So it really did rely on Sri Lanka sort of setting a big total after batting yep. first. And as you point out, after the hat trick, there was a wobble. I mean, they they have a really good 18th and 19th over yep. after the hat trick, so they got above 150. But and even, even the over, over 20. before the hat trick went for 15, so there was the run out of yeah. Dajai. Then there was an expensive over with some wides and like five wides thrown in by Janad Sadiq, who batted uh, who bowled so well the other night, bowled fiercely the other night, got taken to a bit tonight. So there were there were several opportunities through the Sri Lankan innings to go off it's just that no one could go with Patam Nasanka and if he hadn't batted through the innings he was out from the third last ball of yep. the match I'm going to say he from the opening position he went all the way through made 74 by the end and if someone had been able to go a bit bigger with him at some stage then they might have uh, got that big net run rate boost yeah so 74 from 60 balls is what Nasanka finished with at one point halfway they're 84 for one so like mm. they're on track for you know 160 170 maybe even 180 if they get a good tail breeze. Mm. But yeah, he was batting with Rajapaksa at that juncture. Um, no, it was Dan and Jay, then the run out, yeah. then Rajapaksa, then the hat trick. So yeah. the Mayapan hat trick, um, two of them with delicious 
just delightful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the sweetest googlies you'll see. One finding the outside mm -hmm. edge of uh, who was it? Asalanka. It was Asalanka, the left-hander. I mean, I thought all three of them were good deliveries because the first one dips on Rajapaksa, yes, and he's the kind of player who likes to clear the front leg and, and boom it somewhere between deep mid-wicket and deep mid-wicket. That's generally the way things go. It dips on him, and so he, he's just through the shot too early. Uh, he hits it to the outfielder, and then, as you say, Asalanka, the left-hander, the ball that just slides across him, kisses the outside edge. Off they all go. They were already <laughs> celebrating like it was a hat-trick from the second in the sequence. And then the third one, I mean, Dustin Shanaka has been in very good touch over the last year or so. He's done a lot for Sri Lanka being a leader in, in the white ball sides and got, I mean, it wasn't, it almost wasn't even, like it, maybe it was more of a top spinner than a googly. It's not like it turned back. It just kind of crept through that gap between oh, I think from that angle, it's a googly, yeah. given it, it did just enough, right? It's like yep. when you see a an outstanding test seamer like Josh Hazelwood. It's not about how much he moves it, it's no. about where he pitches it, and, mm -hmm. and thus that's why it was, that was the magic. The other the part I loved about it, ocean, I, wonder, I wonder whether there's been an international hat-trick taken when bowling fourth change. I mean, it's probably happened, but sure. he was the sixth bowler turned to when mm -hmm. they were in a bit of strife, like things weren't going the way of the UAE. Yeah. They weren't able to hold the run rate back the way yep. they were with the Dutch on opening night. So, I mean, I mean, of course he's going to get a bowl at some stage, yeah. but he bowled his four overs, three for 14. They played him with utmost respect, predictably, after completing the hat-trick. Mm. It was a magic moment. As always, when there's an international yeah. hat-trick, I get bombarded with tweets. A reminder that my thing is about never having seen a test or a first-class hat-trick. You cleared that up on social media. However, I feel like we're in a pretty exclusive club. A UAE hat-trick uh, at Cadinia Park. At Geelong, yeah. um, I doubt we'll say that again. Yeah, no dramas with the narrow wings for Karthik Mayapan. <laughs> Didn't throw him at all. Obviously did his preparation. Probably probably marked out the ground with witches' hats, you know, at Dubai Sports City or somewhere like that, and, and worked out how to deal with the narrow boundaries. Yeah, having done that, the next thing he's going to do is get a share and kick it over a couple of silos. Mm -hmm. He's never going to leave Geelong. You'll mm -hmm. see him in the, in the Lyric nightclub later tonight or, or something like that, if that still exists. Right, so Sri Lanka gets to 152 for eight. Yep. And UAE starts well they're none for 15 from two overs and you're yeah. like you know dead a dream stuff here mm -hmm. right uh, then well, they, then there have been so many upsets so but you know the lesser yeah. fancy teams have been knocking off the fancy teams we thought could this be another one will Sri Lanka go out in straight sets no they won't uh, because after those first two overs uh, along he comes well then they lose four for six in yeah. three in uh, one and a half overs not even that perhaps that was yeah. when you mentioned in your intro about Shamira hitting the stumps a couple of times. Yes. I think that like Sri Lanka just did a really good job of bowling straight. So Chimera, uh, two bowls and a leg yep. before, and Hasaranga, who bowled, bowled the, yep. you know, as good a googlies as we saw earlier, all three of his wickets were mm -hmm. hitting the stumps, two a leg before, one was bowled. But again, it goes to that plan they had. On a track that was slower than the other night, it was not the same pitch. They're rotating between yep. the two dropping pitches they have at Cadinia Park. But Which are very different too. One's very green and grassy and the other one's very brown and muddy. And, and they're going yeah. back to the grassy one for the third day of matches here because they were watering that one tonight. So I'm sure they're going back to the grassy strip. For the, oh, and I'm glad the they are day. because it made for a higher scoring cricket, right? Because today was more attritional, attritional. Even, for t even by T20 standards. Good old-fashioned test cricket. And, and when we talk a bit about the first game, there'll be some numbers that bear that out. Mm -hmm. It was just harder to find the rope. Sure. And that goes to, you know, obviously when it's quicker, or well not obviously, but in short form cricket, when it is yep. quicker, typically easier for batters to get underneath it and, mm -hmm. and trust their swing a fraction more. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there wasn't, it was, it's like almost everyone who tries to hit a six holes out 
and almost everyone who tries to hit a four finds that the ball stops inside the boundary rope. Yeah, yeah. So it's a frustrating time for boundary hitting. And there was a little bit of a flurry from the UAE tail, but we'll come to that more in the Hall of Fame. I think that's a good idea because there's definitely a moment from uh, the tail that, that's going to qualify mm -hmm, for that. And mm -hmm. um, we have another game to deal with, though, yep, don't we? The first one. So that was between Netherlands and Namibia. Battle of the Ends. Who would triumph in the Battle of the Ends? And, and it was important cause, because Namibia had beaten Sri Lanka in their first game. So, you know, if they got a win, they were... Oh, pretty close to through. Almost would have been fancying their chances of going through. Yeah, I suspect that's right. So my 30-second summary starts by saying Namibia won the toss and batted, which was a sign again that they detected that making runs would be advantageous uh, in in, a, in slower conditions, rather. Mm -hmm. uh, and it didn't work. So they were held up by the Dutch seamers who bowled it into the turf, uh, running their fingers down the seam. They only got to 121. There was a 62-ball passage where they didn't strike a boundary mm -hmm. in Namibia. Um, Netherlands got off to a flyer at one stage. They were about 50 for none in the sixth over but then the wickets came indeed a clump of them JJ Smith took two in an over mm -hmm. and it was a squeeze they needed 20 odd runs from the last three overs mm -hmm. and they, um, they they held their nerve for the second time as they did against the UAE in a similar kind of chase and on this occasion it was Baz Delita who was there on 30 not out yep. at the end and once again with Tim Pringle he's been yeah. at the, in, there, in there at the end of both successful chases they win with a couple of balls to spare collecting a few Tim Pringles uh, once again and he's he's a very uninspiring looking character with the bat to be it doesn't look like he's going to be the guy to win your games with the bat but somehow he's found a way it's the prod method yeah yeah the, it's all about he bowls beautifully tall left armor lovely shape on the ball gets it to dip gets it to turn when he wants it to um, but with the bat they've been relying on him a bit too much I think I think the Dutch have been a bit lucky the lucky Dutch because uh, and that sounds like some sort of gymnastics move or something <laughs> time to produce the lucky Dutch but they've they've been at points where they're a about to crap their dacks and then they don't quite crap the dacks. Yeah, so well, I mean, the fact that they got off to such a good start, I was thinking, well, here's the Netherlands' opportunity to earn some net run rate mm. themselves. You know, upon winning tonight, you could mm. say they've got one foot in the semi-final. Uh, sorry, rather in the in the in the, the final twelve, the group stage. Yeah. If not for what Sri Lanka have done and effectively overtaking them on that measure, noting that Sri Lanka in their last game play play, yeah. play um. UAE. Uh, no, no, they, no, they play the Netherlands. They play the Netherlands. Which will be significant, yes, of course, the, quite. Um, if, the, if the Netherlands uh, do the job on Sri Lanka. It's a so Netherlands point, have got two wins. If they lose to Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka will have two wins. And if Namibia beat the UAE, Namibia will have two wins. So yeah. there will be three teams with two wins and it will all come down to net run rate. Yeah, which is why we keep talking about net run rate, which we don't understand. We've no. covered cricket for a long time. If, Still all we know is that when it. you get bowled out when chasing... Yep. Um, if you don't use up all your overs, rate. that's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's all we know. All we yeah. know is that's bad. We don't know how, why it's bad or, or by how much it's bad. It's to, it's to do with, it's like your score gets extrapolated <laughs> as if it were over 20 overs. Yeah, so that's I think right. that's what happens. So Netherlands get off to this flyer with uh, Vic, Ramjit, Vic Ramjit Singh, mm -hmm. uh, who smacked a couple of sixes in the third over of the chase, I think it was. After fielding horribly, probably the worst fielding performance <laughs> I've ever seen from someone who's who's like young and fit, you know, and who's a batter. Like normally you're really bad fielders are gangly fast bowlers and I don't know where their limbs are going and their legs over here and their legs went that way and their head went that way. But this guy, I mean, he's coordinated enough to be able to hit the ball over the rope for six, but he can't put his hands in the way of the ball. How is it that you can put the bat in the way of the ball but you cannot put your own hands, which are attached to your body. You use those hands to hold the bat that you hit the ball with, but if you take the bat out of them, you can't put the hands where the ball goes. It is extraordinary. He let through, like, just balls rolling straight at him, and he's like, ooh, gone through my legs for the third time this over. 
He, when he got out, it was against the flow of play in the ninth over for 39 from 31 balls. He was there with Max O'Dowd. We got a message during the week uh, asking if he was Australian. He's a Kiwi, but he looks Kiwi. like he's Australian with that uh, long blonde hair, like he's just rolled off, uh, mm. you know, from the surf coast or, or something and like he that. He sounds right? like a, an American video game character. Yeah, yeah. Max O'Dowd. Max O'Dowd. And in the squeeze Navy begins, seal. much as it was in the Mibia's middle overs where yeah. they couldn't find the boundary, so it was for the Dutch as yep. well. I mentioned the, the, the double wicket over, so that was the 16th, which left them in a really tough spot. And again, it, it was um, Baz Delita, who bowled so well too. I mm-hmm. want to go back to the first inning. So it was Fred Klassen, it was Tim van der Gerten, it was Baz Delita, it was mm-hmm. Paul van Meeker, and all of them bowled with an economy rate of about four or five. All of them found a way into the book at different stages through the innings. Yeah. And all of them contributed to that squeeze. They, uh, all, it, they all bowled like county cricket professionals <laughs> in May, you know? Well, yeah, except... Yeah. Well, and. All of them have county cricket experience, I'd suggest. I think all of them have played there at mm. one stage or another. And, and those conditions suited mm. bowling it into the pitch. Fingers across the seam, and, and thus they were able to uh, make it tough. And, yeah, the, the Namibian side just didn't have... I mean, we saw Freilink take off a couple of days ago. Yeah. He, he was unable to do that today. He did his best, and, and I think he, he, he played... It was a bit like the, uh, the George Munsey innings for Scotland. He went, OK, it's too hard to hit boundaries, but I'm just going to stick it out and make sure that I'm here at the end at about a runnable. He, he yeah, did he hit nearly, one massive six. Yeah, he hit 43 from 48. It, it kind of, in hindsight, looks like a match-losing innings because he faced 48 deliveries. But, yeah, but in, in context, but if he'd someone got another, needed to be the anchor. If he'd got another 10 from the other end, even, then it could probably have been a match-winning innings. Yeah, the, the only other point here, and Andrew Nixon made this on Twitter, is that I think if they had their time again, they might have retired him out. They mm. might have gone to David Visa a fraction earlier than... Yeah. I think Visa came in with 10 balls left in the yeah. innings. And did JJ Smith even bat? Don't think so, I don't no. think he... And he hit 30-odd the other night in a hurry. Yeah. So yeah. in terms of the allocation of resources, speaking like the Crickviz guys, you know, th- that would have been a circumstance where you could go, it's uh-huh. in our interest to mm. ch- change it up and yeah. see what's possible with the guys who were there to finish. In the end, their finish has barely got a bite of the cherry. It would also have given us the opportunity to say, Visa good, Visa good, he's David Visa good. Um, which, uh, sadly, we've missed that chance. We can never do that again. All right, I think it's probably time for us to gallop along to the final word Hall of Fame for today. And there were no shortage of options. Jeff, no. I'll throw to you first. I've got a long list. Okay, okay. Well, I've got a long hit, which was uh, oh. Junaid Sadiq, who, as we said earlier, bowled so well in the first game, didn't bowl so well tonight, but came out with the bat in hand at number 10 and said, I think, I think I'll have a little, little bit of fun. And bear in mind, he's facing Tushmanta Chimera, yeah. who had, let's see, three for four from his first spell. Then he went for three from his third over, so he had three for seven, still pretty fierce-looking figures. I mean, Hasaranga finished with three for eight from yes. his four overs, re, you know, remind you of that. And then he comes on to bowl his fourth over, trying to knock over the last wicket and finish off the game. And Junaid Sadiq says, I'm going to hit you out of the ground, my friend. I've been watching Liam Livingston at the Gabba, and I would like to hit one over the Reg Hickey stand and out of Cardinia Park. Off, clip off the pads, huge swing, and it just soared. It was beautiful. It was For, for a moment there, Junaid Sadiq was free. It was 109 metres is what that six was measured on by tele- That'll comfortably be the biggest six of, of the stage we're in at the moment. I'm not sure how big Livingston's was yesterday. They probably weren't measuring for that, and, and there'll be bombs like that later in the comp. Well, Singh hit a couple into the upper yeah, tier of back the Yeah, back-to-back, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they were going. Um, I've got a few for you. How about with Mariah Erasmus um, in the first game today as the third umpire? I thought you were going to say Mariah Carey. I was yeah. very excited for a minute. What, what was Mariah Carey up to today? I, I know Rihanna goes to the cricket. Yeah, I, I, meant to mention, I meant earlier to mention the Namibian Erasmus who came okay. from the shadows to uh, uh, take a good catch like that. Uh, uh, Erasmus good. in the yeah, shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that'll Gerhard make sense to about, to about 12 people. Yeah. Um, he, he, um, he said uh, 
um, nobody involved when there was a gigantic uh -huh. spike on Ultra Edge. Uh -huh. and he, he, Joel, I've, I missed the inside edge initially. He went yeah. back and corrected his work and had the second look at Ultra uh -huh. Edge and fixed that up. Um, Tim Pringle's glasses that he bowls yep. in, he's pretty much bowling in a pair of Wayfarers. Mm -hmm. I said on Twitter that he's got better bowling glasses mm -hmm. than Greg Matthews had a bowling cap. Remember when Greg Matthews would change caps to bowl in um, when getting around in television <laughs> games uh, in the early 90s? So, um, so like sort of risky business style? Like, is he going to roll his dad's Porsche into a lake <laughs> later on tonight? His dad's Chris he's Pringle. slide across. <laughs> former uh, New Zealand international. I really liked... Uh, 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 <coughs> oh, oh, excuse me. I swallowed a, a frog. I really liked uh, Basil Hamid's catch. Yes. To dismiss Patam Nasanka, where he went running across, huge dive, both hands, mid-air, beautiful stuff. And then Zahul Khan, the bowler, ran up and just kissed him on the forehead. It was a nice little moment. He's like, thank you for taking that lovely catch for me. Too. I, I had that on my list as well. He took three catches, Basil. And according to Andrew Nixon, he's the mm. first Basil to play in a World Cup. Really? I thought that was a good little stat. Right. There's a Basil who plays for India at the moment. Basil Thumpy. Basil Thumpy. So That's a great um, name for a uh, cricketer. I think it's pronounced Thumpy. Oh. Thumpy. No. You know. Let's, how the A can be uh Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 go with Thumpy because I like Thumpy. It's like uh, <laughs> you know, there there are some good cricket names about clouting and swatting and that sort of thing. How about uh, Ben Shikongo, who mm. in his first over on Sunday took a double wicket maiden mm -hmm. and we celebrated him accordingly on the mm -hmm. podcast. Today his first over Two sixes, none for 18, mm. didn't get another trundle. So returning to earth rather rapidly than the Bibian Seema. Yeah. Um, and you know what? That, that, that's me done. My okay. list of final word Hall of Fame moments yep. has been catalogued. All for Visit Victoria, Visit Melbourne, Visit Melbourne, Visit Victoria.com. It gets you to the Come same to my place. place if you want. I'll be it here. gets you to the same place. I'm going back to my place. You're mm -hmm. going back to your place mm -hmm. tomorrow. We're back on the road on the Final Word World Cup Daily. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what we are doing, if you enjoy what we do, full stop, patron.com forward slash the final word. We have an episode of the weekly show dropping tomorrow as well because we can't stop and we won't stop. Mm -hmm. Adam Collins, Jeff Lennon, the winners today, Sri Lanka and the Netherlands. We'll do it all again tomorrow when they play in Hobart. So you know what I meant. Yeah. I had to go about